Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. We would like to thank our friends at Premium Bar Products for sponsoring this episode. If you're ready to step up your game at your home bar, check out premiumbarproducts.com to choose from their wide selection of glassware, all of which can be custom engraved with your personal message or logo. And there's no minimum order. So after the episode, head over to premiumbarproducts.com and check out everything they have to offer. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is The Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, we have got a fantastic guest on for the show. Kind of excited about this. Last year, it was a, a great show for us. And we're, we're excited every time we get to have this person on. So tell us, Mike, who, who do we have today? Well, she might be crowned the new queen of bourbon. Um, she's she's just a great personality in the bourbon world. Not just a personality, but a bourbon expert. One of our bourbon bullshitters, I guess, really. Uh, she tells it like it is. We got Jackie Zycan on from Old Forester Bourbon, Louisville's Bourbon. Jackie, welcome to the Bourbon Road. Thank you so, so much for having me. And thank you for the kind words of all of the things you said. I will take the, the bullshitter first and first <laughs> is the best way. <laughs> That's the best yeah, compliment my- ever. Nice. Oh, I see the shirt. That's perfect. Yeah. And then I'm wearing uh, hometown bourbon of bourbon. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my so. gosh. I don't think I even have one of those old Forrester shirts. <laughs> it's getting wore out. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it on. So it says, uh, what does it say? The hometown bourbon of bourbon's hometown. Yeah, pretty nice shirt. That's right. That's what we Jackie, are. That's what we claim to be. Well, Jackie, it's pretty amazing to have you on the show today. Mike and I are super stoked, and we're really, really excited to talk about this bourbon we have poured in front of us. Our kind of thing is to get right to it, not waste a whole lot of time. We'd like to get straight to the bourbon, and then we'll talk about other things afterwards. So. What do you think? I think that sounds like a plan. I've already poured mine. I'm I'm ready when you are. All right, let's do it. Let's dive in. Cheers. 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 So listeners, what we're drinking is is the old Forester, the 117 series, uh high angel share barrels. Jackie, while me and Jim are nosing this, why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh this 117? Sure. So um, the Old Forester Distillery down on Whiskey Row in Louisville, Kentucky opened up, um, let's see, June, July will be our third year anniversary coming up here. And so, of course, when you open up a home place, you want to be able to have something that other people can't find anywhere else. And so it took us a long time to really decide on what we wanted to do and to buy some time. That's why we released the president's choice uh, for a while there. And that's not going away. We're going to keep that going. I actually dropped off a box of samples to Campbell Brown yesterday. He's very excited. His weekend just got shorter and longer at the same time with that one. But um, so once we finally, and it's been meeting after meeting after meeting of kind of, you know, everybody wants to do something different. But what we landed on was this 117 series. It is in a 375 size, so 375 milliliter size bottle. It travels friendly. Let's put it that way in that nice little size there. So if you're from out of town, you come to visit us. Um, it won't take up your entire suitcase. So happy about that. But it is meant to be sort of a deconstructed series. Um, instead of 
you know, because when you do innovation, you can, the sky's the limit. You can infuse it with Fruit Loops. You could do, you know, you can do whatever kind of weird stuff you want to do with it. But then it's kind of like, why? Just for the sake of being weird. This, I wanted to be a little bit more geared towards helping everyone expand their knowledge of kind of the blending process and sort of what goes into Old Forester as it stands. And so this is what lower yielding barrels taste like, which is awesome to be able to share because it's one of my favorite types of barrels that exist in the warehouse. All right. So, Mike, I'm getting a lot of oak on the nose here. Now, um, I, I can't tell you it's kind of sweet, maybe brown sugar oak. I don't know. Very nutty, though. I'm getting uh, this is going to be weird, but I get banana fosters on this. Uh, some cinnamon spice on there a little bit. Toasted oak and some rich caramel on this. Very nice. I was going to say, a little bit of ginger kind of sneaking out of the back end there. All right, let's taste it. Cheers. Cheers. I was getting nervous when people taste. I, I shouldn't be, right? Like, you should get that out of your system before you release a product. <laughs> get concerned. But I always get nervous still. Wow. that is That is full of flavor. I'm getting, like, brown sugar and ginger cookies, kind of. Can definitely see that this ginger snap kind of note going. Yeah, ginger snap. Sure, but there's a little bit of like uh, licorice or anise. No, a little bit. There's quite a bit actually of that. I get uh, sorghum molasses, some uh, ripe cherries on this, and an atomic fireball candy. (laughs) That spice is coming through for me. Now, what was the proof on this? This is one ten. I would say it tastes about right there. Yep. I don't think this is true to its proof. Exactly. This isn't like your, um, what's a good example? 1920 is a great example. It does not drink like 115. It drinks a lot uh, easier than 115, but this one, it definitely shows up in its full form. Yeah. The finish is kind of hanging around for a good amount of time. And and it kind of, for me, that anise is just sort of sitting right there on the back. Mm Mm-hmm. Is anise the same thing as licorice? Um, yes and no, but you're still that black licorice note is the most easy to articulate for the American palate, I guess, anyway. So that is a flagship old forester note for sure. That's always kind of there in the finish, sometimes more, sometimes less. This one it's pretty substantial. Very complex bourbon. I I mean, there's just layer after layer after layer. And I'm sure as it sets in the glass, it's just gonna keep opening up and uh just putting out beautiful notes for us and stuff. Jackie, uh, so as the master taster there at Old Forester, the lady that kicked down the door and said, I want this job, <laughs> as we told our listeners last time, um, could you tell our new listeners today, can you give them a uh, some advice on how to properly taste bourbon and how to approach their own tasting notes? Sure. So um, step one, don't feel forced into drinking anything at all. There are so many different products on the market right now. It can be kind of intimidating on where to start. Um, In general, I'm not saying there's a wrong or right to it because if anyone out there knows me knows I'm not a purist by any means. I am, I am all for a cocktail and I judge no one for adding anything to a whiskey whatsoever. Um, but if you're not accustomed to drinking straight alcohol, whether that's clear spirits, brown spirits, doesn't matter. Obviously starting with the highest proof is going to kind of knock your socks off a bit. So start in the lower realm, you know, the 80 proof and 90 proof zone. Um, we have a couple of really great products. We've been 86 proof. 
that's very approachable. We also have a 90 proof, the 1870 expression. So if you're starting with Old Forester, then definitely try those first. If you're starting meat, otherwise, I mean, the sky's the limit, try however you like, but if you're going to really want to get into tasting notes, obviously neat is going to have to be how you go eventually. The way that we sort of do it when we come to write down descriptors is to compartmentalize into different groups. And so if you go up to a glass of whiskey, obviously what's the first thing you're going to smell is just whiskey. Your mind's just going to go, it smells like whiskey. It smells like whiskey or alcohol. If you try to then focus it and when you breathe in, breathe in through your nose and your mouth at the same time, you're going to divert that alcohol fume so that sweet aromatic can come through. Try to focus on a category and not so much the whole picture. So just focus on fruit. Just think fruit, fruit, fruit. What fruit do I smell? Or just focus on sweet. What sweet do I smell? Is it toffee or is it brown sugar or is it butterscotch or is it vanilla ice cream or you know what I mean? So when you break it down into categories like that, it's not so overwhelming. And then you can move on and do the whole thing, you know, focus on what spices are you picking up? Is it more black peppercorn? Is it more brown spice, like spice, you know, cinnamon, things of those sorts. Um, and yeah. And once you go to taste it, take your time. Um, take your time. You know, there's no rush. And honestly, when I write tasting notes for like marketing copy or for hang tags or websites or what have you, I spend a couple of hours, if not an entire day with a glass of whiskey, just getting to know it because it will change so much as it starts to open up and air out a little bit. You don't want to miss anything. You want to be able to capture it all. So, um, but then again, if you're getting into whiskey and you keep trying it and you're like, I just don't get it. That's cool too. You don't have to drink it. That's the beauty of it. Like it's fine. It's fine for those who love it. It's fine for those who don't, whatever. We're pretty laid back about it. So. So how does the addition of water uh, help with help or, or hurt with the tasting process? Well, so there's this big argument out there, right? Of, well, the way is in the bottle is the way the distillery meant for it to be consumed. And like, that's its best form. Well, that's not necessarily true. This is a really great example of that. This particular product is basically bourbon concentrate. If you think about it, these are very low yielding barrels. The flavors are very, very rich and dimensional. And I put it in a bottle at 110 because I could not go any higher than that without it kind of losing at least a little bit of balance. This is not the ideal proof point to sip this whiskey at. Personal preference is going to be all across the board. But for me, I like to bring it down. Um, adding a quarter to a half an ounce of water to a glass of this is actually going to do wonders. The texture is going to change completely. And you're going to get a lot more of those volatile notes. So florals will start coming through and really bright citruses will start coming through. And so that's something that kind of happens. You add water to alcohol. It's what's called an exothermic reaction, meaning it gives off heat. When you're doing that in that that's not to say in your one little glass, you're going to like all of a sudden going to feel that it's warmer. But if you have a big container or an entire bottle of barrel strength and you add a significant amount of water to it, yeah, the entire thing heats up. You can feel the heat coming off of it. With that, excites a lot of those molecules that are otherwise trapped so that they can actually be volatized and they're up and they're right in your face. Um, so it does literally open up and everybody gets to spread out a little bit more and you can experience a little bit more. But it's not a, it's not a rule of thumb. I'm not saying go to every single glass of whiskey and add a bunch of water to it. No, maybe it's already cut down to the point where it's going to exist at its best form, you know? Um, but for this one, I definitely recommend adding a little bit just to see what happens. Just try it. You know, if you don't like it, that's cool. You can go back to it, but I definitely recommend adding a couple drops at a time and seeing how it really develops. It's really, really oily and really velvety as you start to add water to it, which is a really, really cool thing to experience. 
Well, I think as a as a good experiment, we'll revisit this this whiskey in the second half, and Mike will will one see how it's changed or opened up over the duration of the first half of the show, and two, we'll add a little bit of water to it and see how how the effect is there. So it'll be nice to see that. So Jackie, this week is Derby Week here in Louisville, mm. and this is actually this will come out the Wednesday after uh, Derby. But as a bourbon executive. What do you do in Derby Week? How's how's your week go? <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a lot of media coverage for the Derby. So first and foremost, my schedule gets kind of packed up with that stuff. This year's a little bit different because it's a limited amount of people at the track. So it's, you know, mini-ish Derby, even though it feels like normal. Um, but on a regular Derby Week, you are up at two, three in the morning so that you can get to the track to do interviews on the backside and talk about mint juleps and talk about the perfect old fashion. That's the official drink of 30 and talk about the distillery and talk about any new releases. And that's radio and TV interview. And then you switch over to the front side of the track and then continue the interview stuff on that side. And um, that goes on all week long until you get to Derby Day. And then we actually sponsor the race that's right before the Derby. So that's the Turf Classic. That's an old Forester race. So Campbell and I do the trophy presentation. And then, you know, we shake hands, we take the pictures. And then we bolt all the way back up to see if we can actually catch the race in and of itself. And then the race is over and you bolt out of there as fast as you can so that you don't get stuck in traffic. And that's Derby Week. (laughs) and we're in the middle of it so it's fine it's fun and it's going to be one of those things that if i ever for some reason i don't know why i wouldn't but if if i'm ever working in a on a different brand at brown foreman or if i'm ever doing something different with my life i will miss derby week so much because it is just a whirlwind it's great so how many derbies is this for you Mm, this is my fifth derby in a row with old forester yep so last year, because Derby last year wasn't in May, it was in September. So we didn't really right. do a lot around that, but we did do the turtle race and we are bringing that back. The Kentucky turtle Derby will be a thing now, I guess, a new tradition for us every year. So that'll be going on. But, and then I want to say it was four years ago, I got the flu on Oaks day and ended up in the hospital and didn't make it to Derby day and was like, I'm going to get fired. I didn't show up. And they're like, you have the flu go away. Um, but so yeah, I missed was one. That, was that the day that it was like uh, 35 degrees and rainy? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> you didn't miss much. It was brutal. <laughs> so do you recycle your derby hat? Um, Because that's the big thing here, right? Is a derby hat, getting a derby hat. Um, And people oh, yeah. know what I'm talking about. Women yes. uh, and, and men, all the fedoras and the women's hats are just amazing. Yes. Fortunately, um, because I am on screen and I'm on screen on the big board at the track and through all these different news outlets, uh, Brown Foreman is very generous and they do provide us a budget for a hat every year. So I do get to have a hat. (laughs) Fresh hat, fresh year. Good to go. So Jackie, Brown Foreman is really kind of a a pretty big umbrella, has a lot of brands under it and Mm -hmm. Forrester being one of those. Do you get a chance to interact with some of the other brands and interact with their tasters or their uh, brand ambassadors and and kind of maybe get a little bit outside of bourbon sometimes? Oh, of course. I uh, I interact with Aradura Tequila 
a lot um, in my own free time. Let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) When uh, when we used to be able to travel, we would all have these company provided educational travel trips and we would go to different production facilities and such. And all these different teams would come together. And I I miss those definitely the most. But um, actually, let's see, on a day-to-day basis, the sensory lab, so I don't just taste Old Forester. I do have to also taste the tequila, the vodka, the Jack flavors, all of that stuff ends up in those panels. So you're never just exclusive to one, even if my focus is primarily my say so is exclusive to one. I can't go and tell tequilas what to do with their development, but um, we're we're all kind of mixed around, and they move us around a little bit. So Brown Foreman kind of likes to keep things fresh and moving, and so you'll have people like our production manager at OFD now works at Casa Aradura down in Mexico, and so um, one travel comes back up, I get to go down there and spend a couple of weeks training with him as part of my production development. So yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, it's a big old family. And and the scotches and the Irish as well. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So that trip was, Oh gosh, I guess it was the June right before the COVID June before COVID. So what was that? 2019. 2019. Yeah. All three scotch distilleries and slain. And I have, those coming up again for more granular production training as well once travel opens up. So a lot of my development has been sort of just arrested at this point for, for production training because of the travel limitations. But they open up a little bit and that's, yeah. 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 Mike and I just returned from uh, 10 days in Mexico. And although a lot of restrictions are still in place and people are still taking, taking care it was nice to sort of let loose just a little, you know, just a little bit. And, and of course, that week for us was uh, was a vacation from bourbon. So we spent time drinking clear spirits, which is OK, right? It's completely just, OK. Just a, tad bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, I think we're coming up on our first half. Listeners, hang with us. When we come back, uh, we're going to put a little water in this bourbon right here and see if it open up. We'll see how it opens up through the break. Hang with us. Well, you know, you can't drink whiskey without glassware. And Mike and I are extremely pleased to have a sponsor like Premium Bar Products. Premium Bar Products offers direct-to-consumer the finest whiskey glasses, cocktail glasses, and bar tools with your own personal engraving. I mean, you can write anything you want on these glasses. Anything from a company logo to a personal statement. And there are no minimum orders. Their direct-consumer platform offers you the opportunity to purchase small quantities of your favorite glass shapes that enhance the pleasure of enjoyment and drinking of whiskey and make it all very positive. They offer the absolute finest trending and handmade glasses as well as a comprehensive range of styles and all of their items have been designed with purpose, practicality, and longevity in mind. So if you're a bourbon or whiskey group and you need custom logos, you need to reach out to Premium Bar Products. If you're an individual, you just want a few for your bar, to impress your friends, to give out as gifts, you need to call Premium Bar Products. They need to be your one and only source for custom glassware. I can tell you right now, the Bourbon Road, that's who we use. 
Janie and Carson and the team there at Premium Bar Products will take care of you. They'll treat you like family and they'll take care of you with every order. All right, listeners, we are back and we got Jackie Zykan on from Old Forester, the master taster. Jackie, this 117 series is special. Uh, straight up just ridiculously good i, I love it personally um it's got that spice that i'm looking for in a bourbon that complexity i don't you know that's a that might be my favorite so far of all the uh, old forester expressions oh thank you that means a lot because there's like 30 of them you know like we've oh, got yeah. a lot of kids <laughs> right now so that's amazing i'm glad that you enjoy it it's a it's unique. It's definitely unique. There's a lot going on in a little bottle. So I'm just yeah, so love we, it. Uh, we actually are pretty, uh, pretty excited about old Forrester brand. It's one of the, I think, was it 20, our 2019 bourbon of the year, Mike was the 1920, 1920. Yeah. And, uh, for Mike and I, you know, Mike is a very much a, a weeded, sweet bourbon man and i'm more of a spicy kind of rye bourbon guy so for us to when we kind of agree on something for our bourbon of the year it has to kind of hit both of us in a certain way so our bourbons of the year are kind of surprising sometimes but honestly i think that was a big winner this might be a contender this year mike it might be it might just be and that's gonna go up some get some heavy hitters out there so um this is just it lingers on the palate uh after you've sipped on it it just keeps coming and coming and coming and saying hey uh, you probably need to take another sip of this right here um <laughs> maybe it's that sorghum molasses i'm getting um mm. as, a, as a kid you know we would use sorghum my mom would you bake with it and stuff so maybe that's that sensory i'm getting but it's just lingering on my palate and i love it that's All awesome right. Let's uh, let's revisit this after it's sat in the glass now, f- you know, throughout the first half. I'm not noticing a big difference on the nose, although I think the ginger is sort of poking at me a little bit more this time. I think that that oak is just coming out as it opens up in the glass to, to me. Let's taste it again, Mike. Well, it could just be me, but I think the sweetness is amped up just a little bit this time around. Yep. It's, it starts out kind of snarky, not going to lie. It fresh out of the bottle. It starts out with a little bit of snark to it, but, um, it does start sort of start to sweeten up as it, as it gets to know you a little bit. I went ahead and skipped and put some water in there, but I'll refrain from saying anything about it. So you can do that as well. It's got one heck of a Kentucky hug on. I'll tell you that it, it reaches mm-hmm. out and just grabs a hold of you and says, "Hey, I'm here. I'm ready to play." That's a, <laughs> it's a bourbon. It's no doubt about that. Well, Mike, let's do that. Let's add a little bit of water, and I'm not sure how much to put in, so I'm just going to put in just a few drops of half a cap full out of a water bottle. Now, don't make it white claw. Don't don't overdo it. <laughs> You did that once. I remember. I, I did. <laughs> we drank some, uh, the, the stuff was, I think it was called hazmat. It was like right around 160. And it was, uh, oh, wow. It was potent, but I needed to clear my glass out. So I just poured almost a half a deal of water in there. And I was like, oh, look, I made myself a white cloth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just, just pouring that water in there, a couple drops. Man, that amped it up the nose on it. 
little more floral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to taste it. Cheers. I'm so excited for this moment. Yeah, it totally changed the, the texture of it. Yes. That's like a okay, good. It still works. Like creamy almost, uh, Jim. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm, it getting becomes... a little, I'm getting a little pop rocks now. Just a little bit of pop rocks on the on the middle of my palate. <laughs> pop rocks. That's awesome. I love, it. I love it. No, it just it becomes so creamy is a really great word for it. Creamy, velvety, viscous. It just it thickens up. And um it's interesting. You would think adding water would thin it out. It it does the complete opposite, but a whole different it's it's like peeling layers of an onion off with this one. And every time you add water, it just keeps changing and changing and changing and changing. And and it's great. For me, it kind of really amplifies on the middle middle of the palate, right on the center of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a little bit sweeter up front, no doubt about it, but I'm getting just this nice creamier texture and it kind of sits a little bit more on the middle of my palate, the middle of my tongue, a little bit more. I said pop rocks. It's just like a sizzle on the middle of my tongue. Mm. I'm feeling that spice there in the middle. So I think you hit nail on the head, Jim, is that that pop rocks rolling on your tongue and stuff. Um, I think this would, it's just great for the bourbon guy or gal that kind of likes wheat, but they kind of like our eye. It kind of meets in the middle there. You get that sweet spice with, um, the floral notes, just like I said before, it's, it's complex. Yeah, really good. Definitely a different animal with a little bit of water. And I would highly recommend for our listeners, if you get your hands on a bottle of this, and I hope you're able to get your hands on a bottle of this, that you take the time to enjoy it with just a little bit of water, let it open up a little bit, add a little bit of water and get that other experience that you get from this whiskey after that. So Jackie, so this, it says 117 series. What can mm-hmm. we what can we expect in the future from this series? Well, I do have another um expression coming out eventually. I can't say when. I can't say when, but there's more. There's more to come. And actually, um, I'm trying to see if they'll let me put out more of this one. I didn't know it was going to go in three days and be gone. You know what I mean? Like the whole goal of this was to have something there for people to have access to that they couldn't get anywhere else, not to sell out in three days. So um, if y'all keep asking for it, we'll just keep making it. And plus I got to clean up the warehouse. I've got all these low yield barrels laying around on the floor, taking up space and they're getting kind of mad at me. So I need to get them into a bottle somehow. Right. So Um, But there are different expressions of this series that will be coming down the road. Um, There's actually going to be, I won't say what they are, but for, from today forward, there'll be three different old foresters coming at you in 2021 to be able to taste. Um, But I'm not going to say when, and I'm not going to say what they are because I don't want to get in trouble, but it's a, it's an exciting year. I mean, why not? Old Forester is a brand. I mean, people are falling in love with it all over again, and we're just happy to be here and be a part of it and just give the people what they want. You know. Well, I'd hope to see as a weedy king of Kentucky, maybe one of those three would be a weeder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not going to say yes or no on that, but we have all kinds of great tricks up our sleeve um, coming out in the next few years. So, was that a wink? Were you, are you winking? 
<laughs> Just taking it all in. Just taking it all in. So do you expect to release 117 series on a cadence or just as inventories allow or as inspiration allows? I mean, kind of what's the plan there? Well, um, it comes down to a couple of things. So we we bottle this off-site because of the size, the unique size of it. So it comes down to when they have availability on their bottling line. Um, it comes down to when we have pockets in the calendar. So we're not going to release a 117 in September because that's birthday bourbon month, right? So things like that, they won't overlap. But it just, mm, it'll be a couple times a year and okay. it'll be at random. But just when things start to seem kind of quiet at Old Forester, then you'll see one hit the shelf. So got to keep an eye out. Awesome. Awesome. Exciting. Very exciting. You, you mentioned birthday bourbon, Mike. I'm sure you got a question about birthday bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we know it's a 12-year, right? Do this you? Year? I don't know. Is it? That's what the news on the street is. It's a 12-year. Who's, who's, who's the street news person <laughs> happening here? I'm not going to say who the street news is. Oh. I heard it's a 12-year and it's 104 proof. I haven't heard any of those things. We had to do birthday bourbon really early this year because with COVID, making shipping and materials and things like that take forever. Um, we didn't want to miss it. So two weeks after we released the 2020 birthday bourbon, we had to batch out and plan for the 2021. And it was like, can we not just take a break? <laughs> no, there's no stopping. So it is done. And all of those things have been decided, but I am not allowed to confirm nor deny any of that information until the press release comes out about birthday. So well, You know, the funny thing is last year, I think it was just pre-COVID. Mike, I think it was just before COVID hit, we had you on the show. We mm -hmm. were at the old Forester facility downtown Louisville, and you surprised us with the birthday bourbon and allowed us to taste it and told us that we were one of the first five people to ever taste it, which was very exciting for us. We didn't get that opportunity this year, but we certainly understand why. But we look forward to, to trying it in the fall, hopefully, maybe a little bit early, but uh, always exciting. I think we were pretty blown away about the twenty with the twenty twenty, right, Mike? I, I was. I, I just thought it was, uh, you know, people compare different years and stuff, and I don't try to ever do that. I'm gonna say this is better than that year, that better than that year, better than that year, because it's a different bourbon. Um, it's aged differently. It, it's in a different barrels. So really you should i don't think you should compare them you just say hey i'm glad they've released another one and, and we were excited that you offered that up to us i just remember you came out with this humongous rocks class and it was about half full with us with a birthday <laughs> bourbon um and i was like you were like hey you're a big guy you can handle this and i was like oh man i gotta drive uh. <laughs> i remember this we were in the athogen room um because yeah you guys had come in it was february i think we mm -hmm. do the proving process in January. And so I always have leftover barrel strength from that process, just kind of hit sitting around and happy to share it with those who will appreciate it. But yeah, um, I mean, I still have a little bit of barrel strength of the 2021, so I'll save it and go until I can share it with you guys. Well, that would be that would be amazing. Thank you so much, Jackie. <laughs> Not a problem. So, Jackie, this this year, do you have any like life changing uh, events in your life? Anything big you want to tell us about? Um, 
Not necessarily. I mean, if there's anything coming that would be a big change, I can't talk about it yet. So, <laughs> But in my personal life, no, just same old, same old, you know, supporting our tequila brands <laughs> all the time. And, and then on the side, you know, supporting old forcers. So uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. You never know what's around the corner. So full of all kinds of secrets today i'm sorry i'm i'm trying to pull it out of you i hear all I kinds know, of I'm sorry. I hear street news what's what is the street news I why, why do you ask i want to know what street news is <laughs> no that's all right i'm not gonna say anymore mm-hmm. um i'll just keep it to myself those secrets okay okay we'll see so jackie we all feel like you know the last year has been a pretty big challenge you know we've all had to uh to buckle down and do what's necessary to make it through this challenge that we're in. Uh, but I think it's, it's evident now that we see a little bit of light at the tunnel. Things are starting to open up a little bit. Uh, people are doing the right thing and people have been doing the right thing. And uh, so the result is, is that we're able to visit a few of our places that we really like now, right? As you know, some places are open, capacities are, are increasing. Bars are getting back to business bartenders and waitresses are getting back to, to back to work. Uh, what's, what's the second half of 2021 look like for, for you and for old Forrester and in particular the downtown location? Yeah. So um, we are still closed to the public for production tours down there. We have now officially opened the retail shop in limited capacity and on a very limited schedule. Um, but we do still have our curbside service. If you're more comfortable with that option as well, they do a great job packaging everything up super nice. And they'll bring it right up to your car right there on main street. Um, we have not yet been given a date of reopen for production tours because obviously, you know, all the whiskey row, all the single barrels, any specialty stuff, including the birthday bourbon gets bottled at that facility. And if there is any sort of outbreak there amongst the production staff, they're going to be behind weeks of putting stuff into a bottle and that's not going to go over very well for for anybody. So we are being very, very, very protective of them. And we don't want to charge people for a tour to come and see something that's not in operation. You know what I mean? It's just not, it's, it's just not right. So we're being patient kind of, I guess, but we'll probably know about eight weeks ahead of time before those doors are going to open for that purpose. So everyone will have plenty of heads up if they want to go ahead and secure their tickets and make their plans to come visit us in Louisville. But other than that, yeah, we're, I'm extremely happy to see more bars and restaurants coming back to life. That's, that's for sure. Um, and seeing, you know, people being able to get back to doing what they really are passionate about. So it's it's still going to be a process. We're still, you know, slowly but surely, but one day at a time getting there. So with the drive up service, so how mm-hmm. do people, how do people access limited release bottles and things like that that are available in the gift shop utilizing this drive up service? Is it a, yeah. Well, so if you go on oldforester.com, you can actually sign up to receive emails from Old Forester. And those emails are the ones that give you all the information of what's coming out when. So if you're not in the email database, you probably are just trying to keep up on social media of who's getting what and when. And by then, it's usually too late to get your hands on a bottle. So sign up for those emails, definitely. Um, but you can also purchase things through the retail shop through that site. Oldforester.com is your, is your gateway to that entire universe. Awesome. Awesome. So Jackie, you know, Derby's over next week. 
so I ask you what Derby week was like with you. What's your plans after Derby's all over and done? Or is it a vacation time? Is it mm. relax a little bit? Mm. <laughs> well, every year that we have a normal Derby, I usually take off the week afterwards and go somewhere where I don't see a horse or a racetrack or a julep for at least seven days. Um, it's just sort of detox from it all. But this year it's just, it does not work out, uh, to do the week afterwards. So I am still head down and pushing forward all the way up until the last week of May is when I'm finally taking time off after Derby to go hide in the mountains in Colorado with no juleps. Well, okay, mother- I'll be like, I need a julep. I don't know. We'll see. You never know. But uh, yes, it's important to balance it out. You are running 16 to 20 hour days, seven days in a row. And then having, it's not just like go to work. It's also smile and be presentable and be happy, you know, and represent a brand and be on the whole time. It's, um, it's taxing. And then, you know, drink all day long, but never get drunk and, you know, just show up smiling the next day. So <laughs> it's, I cannot complain. I mean, there are worse things to be doing with your time, right? Than being paid to drink whiskey and smile about it. But um, it's it's a taxing week for sure for our entire team. Well, this, this come on up Sunday will be Mother's Day too. And you're a full-time mom, right? I am. I so am. we'll go ahead and say happy Mother's Day to you. Um, thank you. We, we love all the moms out there that, uh, that are hardworking moms, the stay at home moms, that that's a full-time job in itself. If you stay home with your kids mm-hmm. but to, to have a job like yours, that's probably super taxing on your time and balance being a mother. That, that's tough. So hopefully yeah. your, hopefully your son will, uh, will get you a good mother's day card and some, <laughs> pick a, pick some flowers or something. Maybe we shall see. He's, he's seven. So he's still, you know, it's not like he can drive himself to the store to pick one out, but yeah, I'll just well, be Jackie, happy to spend time with him. Well, Jackie, it's been a pleasure to have you on today. I do want to give you a chance to uh, let our listeners know where they can kind of reach out to you personally or to the distillery and, and, and sure. find out whatever information they need to find out or to reach out and message you or whatever it might be. Oh, okay. Uh, well, if you want to keep up with all things Old Forester, oldforester.com, like I mentioned earlier, make sure you get on that email list because that's where they announce kind of when anything special is coming to fruition at the retail shop downtown. Um, the Old Forester social media at Old Forester all together um, is a great place to also just keep abreast of things going on. If you care to peek in on my personal life at Jackie Zykin, all one word is my Instagram account. And if you send me a message on there, it goes to message requests first. And if I don't get to it immediately, I apologize. I, I, I'm sifting through them slowly, but surely, but just be patient with me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where we're at. And if, if you happen to be at the track this weekend, come say hi. We'll be all over the place. So Jackie, thank you so much for coming on the bourbon road podcast. We always enjoy our time with you. We can't wait to get into the distillery and sit down with you in person and uh, do an interview. Hopefully that'll be around the uh, birthday bourbon release. Uh, mm. So me and so me and Jim can sample on that a little bit uh, with you and sit down and have a pour. So once again, thanks. Thank you very, very much. I'll be sure to save a little sample for you guys. Don't worry. Awesome. All right. All right. See ya. See ya. So Mike, where can everybody find the bourbon road? 
So you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and, of course, Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, we have a private Facebook group called the Bourbon Roadies. you got to answer three questions to be in the roadies or be a roadie. Uh, are you 21? Do you like bourbon? Who doesn't like bourbon, Jim? And oh, do like you, bourbon. Heck, yeah, we do. And do you agree to play nice because we don't tolerate any what, Jim? No rudeness allowed in the Bourbon Roadies. We also have a bourbon website, thebourbonroad.com. You can find our swag on there, our shirts, our hats, our glasses. Go on there and order that. If you're a roadie, you get 10% off for 2021, so you want to check that out. We also have our reviews on there from our good friend, Adam Boothby. He helps us put those up there. Uh, he writes some himself. Articles and blogs are on there. Um, if you really dig into the articles, you might find some information on cities around Kentucky, such as Barstown, Louisville, and the Lexington, Frankfurt area, or some place that we have reviewed or tasted. You might find some tidbits on those cities, too. All right. Well, we do two shows a week. Every Monday, we'll do a short episode. By short, I mean 15 minutes or so. Uh, where Mike and I will dive into a, a single expression and we'll do a review on it. We'll kind of give you our take on it, whether we think it's something you might want to pick up. And then every Wednesday we do a full length episode like today's episode. We had Jackie's icon on today, but, uh, you know, Mike and I'll spend about an hour and we'll do about, we'll do a deep dive and we'll really get into a distillery, a group of expressions, uh, an individual and what they have going on. Uh, we kind of give you a little more content, a little bit more time, enough for that drive to work and that drive home. So what you want to do to make sure that you're hearing those shows is you want to scroll on up, hit that subscribe button. That way, whatever you listen to us on, whatever app, Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcast, whatever you listen to us on, it's going to tell you, hey, those two jokers, they are drinking some bourbon today. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Then scroll on down. You want to hit that five star review for us. Type up a little sentence or two. Tell us what you're thinking about us. That helps us open doors. It helps us get great guests on like Jackie. I guess next week's going to be rabbit hole. Help us out. Write those reviews. All right. So we want to hear from you. You got an idea for a show. You've got uh, a particular expression you'd like to have reviewed. You got a hometown bourbon whiskey that you'd like to see on the show. Reach out to us. You can always find me on Instagram at jshannon63. I'm one big chief. And we'll see you down the bourbon road. Mm-hmm.